I'm not gonna lie, Mike. Last night was like, I didn't anticipate. Well, well, this part I guess is not a lie because I'm pretty sure we talked about this afterwards anyway. Mm-hmm. But last night I didn't anticipate being out that late. Yeah. Uh, not that like I, I I didn't over drink or drink more than I anticipated. Like I had two beers. That's whatever. Yeah. Granted, they're high octane beers. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I didn't anticipate being out that late. Obviously, we were going to try to record last night, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. When it was, like, midnight 30, almost 1 o'clock, and we were in the parking lot, I was like, eh, it's, you know, I was, you know, be an interesting episode if we did that. Would have been, been a very different episode than what this episode is going to be, I think. Yeah, probably. Probably better, actually. Yeah, I suppose it depends on someone's opinion. I'm not going to lie, though. Since I'm eating clean and, you know, taking care of myself more than I've ever have. Mm-hmm. When you text me and said, I'm going to Wendy's, yeah. it hurt. It was like fucking jugular, like right right mm-hmm. there, just stabbed me right there. Yeah. It was not an easy thing to live with. Um, I, I drove home salivating, mm-hmm. and I'm salivating right now. I don't know if you can hear this in my, in my voice, but like my mouth is getting very, very wet, yeah, like it's, flooding. It's, it is actually unsettling. I don't care for it. Because I, I haven't had... Uh, I haven't had fast food this year. Hmm. I believe that's correct. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that should be correct because I haven't eaten clean. Uh, and any like cheat meal quote that I've had has been like, I, like really the only full treatment, treat meal, cheat meal. I guess treat meal works too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only full like cheat meal I had was when we went out for your birthday and I, yeah. we had Chinese food, which I also didn't anticipate doing. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it hurt. How? What did you get at Wendy's last night? Now I just need to know. I'm. So, I, I need um, to live through you. So I got six-piece spicy nug. They still got spicy mugs? Are they around for good now? I don't... So here's, here's what it is. So there was a previous night where I said I had gone to Wendy's trying to get spicy nugs, and they said they didn't have it. Okay. That was when I went to the Wendy's that's on, like, fast food row. Okay. The Wendy's that's in... San, the one that's, like, right by where Smoking Betty's used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, That one had spicy nugs still. Interesting. So I wonder if they're just like burning through, like some places just sold out. Maybe. So yeah, I got six spicy nugs and I got like two double stacks. Fuck. And then was it I, glorious? Well, you know, I ate the spicy nugs on my drive home, and I probably finished one double stack. And what I was thinking about now is, I remember eating the double stack. I remember I had a second double stack, and I left it in the bag on my nightstand next to me, and then like I fell asleep. Okay. And I'm trying to remember if I put it in the fridge in the morning, or did I just, is it still there? I mean, it's probably not super safe to eat anymore. Oh, I'm still going to eat oh, yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, I, I would eat it, too. I don't, like, I don't care about that. I'm just concerned about, like, leaving it by my cats. Now, now, riddle me this. On a non-spicy nug, are you a sauce guy with your nugs? It, it depends on how I feel. Like, I didn't, I got barbecue sauce. Okay. But I didn't use it because I was driving while I was eating, like, it's. It's too much hassle. So typically with spicy nugs, though, you are a sauce guy? They will ask me if I want sauce, and I will just say barbecue, and then, like, it's a, it's a toss-up whether I actually use the sauce or not. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I can eat it by themselves. Like, if it was standard nugs, I would definitely use sauce. With spicy, it depends on how I feel. All right, fair enough. I think I, I, think I would probably go sweet and sour both ways, but the spicy nugs are so good, I could... Pop, pop them and go. Yeah, I mean, if I'm really hungry and driving, I could just pop regular ones too. But I mean, who wants to do that? Yeah, no. Like, I think 
last weekend, I was eating McDonald's nuggets with barbecue sauce while I was driving, and that was a hassle. Jeez. So to put you into perspective of, of my life, so you went and got Wendy's. I was very jealous. Got home. I was like, I need to eat something right now. My options are, because uh, I'm not going to cook anything. It was like almost 1 o'clock yep. in the morning. I was like, ah, I guess I'll have either this uh, yogurt parfait that's in my fridge that I made, uh, or Jen made rather, or I could have uh, a little bit of uh, chips and, and uh, sorry, crackers and, and cheese and a little bit of meat because all the stuff that we're buying is like low salt, you know, lean or yeah. whatever, all this stuff. So it's, it's not like healthy, but it's like it's a healthier snack. So it's like not bad, uh, lower calories, all that, whatever nonsense. Or so Jen bought these things at Wegmans that are Parmesan crisps. And again, it's not like healthy for you, but it's like healthy snack option. Mm. So it's baked Parmesan cheese little circles. They're fucking good, Mike. They're real fucking good. I had chips and crackers. I had cheese and crackers yeah. and a little bit of fucking prosciutto, you know, or maybe it was salam. I don't know. Are we like, are we dropping vowels at the end of things now? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm feeling fancy. But uh, yeah, that was my fucking dinner. And you know what? When I woke up today, mm-hmm. Jen's like, what do you want to do? You want a cheat meal for breakfast? I was like, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I'll do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's uh, make eggs. I was like, oh. <laughs> What do you want to do? What did okay. you think was going to happen? Well, then she was like, or, or, you know, we could go get breakfast. I was like, whatever you want to do. And, she, and I was like, you know, I think Mike's going to get a fucking chubby this morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, ooh, you can go get me a chubby right now. And I was like, uh, that's not what we're talking about. Like, not right this moment. Like, mm-hmm. Mike's going to get a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you sure it wasn't sexual in nature? She was saying, like, I could get a chubby right now. No, that's, oh. trust me, not, not what was going on there. Um, so, yeah, for breakfast, I had fucking... A scramble, which I actually don't hate because I don't really taste the eggs because it has like a little bit of uh, vegan sausage. I don't want to talk about it, uh, but I guess chubbies do too. So yeah. um, some vegetables, some jalapenos, mm-hmm. and then some hot sauce. So like, again, I don't taste the eggs. So I'm just like, All right, I'll eat this healthy fucking little slop here. It's not bad. Mm. But goddamn what I would do for a fucking big fat burger or slice of pizza mm. or a fucking burrito. I really haven't been doing cheat meals, really at all. But I've been losing. I feel great. I just feel so good. Mm-mm. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends sit down and chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me this lovely Saturday afternoon is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Bazir. Mike, how are you doing today? That pretty much covers it. All right, okay. How's, uh, how's your butterbeer coffee over there? Um, it's okay. I mean, you crushed it. Uh, or you just needed caffeine? Well, I didn't need the caffeine, though. I would argue that nine of the things that nine percent of the things that I intake, I don't actually need. Fair enough. Fair enough. You are a very slender man. Not slenderman, but mm. you are a slender man. Yeah. Two words. So I drank it because I had it in front of me. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, before we get going into this episode, a few housekeeping things that I want to bring up. We have, if you're going to be at Paxi's twenty twenty. 
in a few weeks at this point because we're we're almost in February. If you're gonna be in PAX East, we are we have two panels. We have a past controller panel, which is if you're watching the stream on the screen behind us right now. Um Thursday, February twenty seventh at seven thirty in the Arachnid Theater. Uh myself, Dom, Todd, uh friends of the show, Lily Zaldivar. You may know her from her time in IGN or GameSpot. Uh she currently at Viz Media. Uh, Grayson Morales, he's a features editor for Twinfinite, another great friend of the show, and Cameron Hawkins, another friend of the show, who is a writer for uh, Dual Shockers. So we have a panel about the 10 best video games we want to see turn into movies, so that should be great if you're there Thursday night. We would love if you spent some time with us, came on down, and uh, hung out with us during that panel. And then I will be a guest on another panel on Sunday at 2.30 in the Albatross Theater um, for the 35 years Celebrating the 35 years of Tetris, it's a star-studded panel. I'm like low totem pole here on this panel, uh, but should be a great panel. If you can't make the Sunday panel, it'll actually be streamed on the official Twitch Twitch channel, so twitch.tv slash PAX. Uh, you'll be able to check out the panel there if you can't make it or if you're not at PAX on Sunday or you're just not at PAX at all. Tune into that. Show us some love in there. Uh, but yeah, moving on. That's kind of just want to get that out of the way, get, get some PAX knowledge out there. We actually are waiting on one more panel we may have one more um where the panel was something they liked so they're it's it's currently just a backup panel in case something goes wrong or they need to fill a hole or something so there could potentially be another pass control panel i'll let everyone know that as soon as that comes either way uh but but moving along here tonight kind of the reason why we're recording i guess now we record saturday morning sometimes but uh Jen and I are going to the Tim Burton Masquerade Ball tonight in Salem. Mm. So, a uh, part of, I've never been to a Masquerade Ball. Have you? No. So, like, part of like Masquerade Balls, you have like mask. Like Makes sense. that's like the thing. Like mm-hmm. right. So we went shopping for like masks, and I was like, I fell in love with this crazy fucking like dragon mask. It was like amazing, but it was like you know one of those masks that just covers your eyes. Yes, like a domino mask. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Do those masks have a name? Those type of masks, like the one, the one that you just like hold a stick and then you cover your face, or like... yeah, yeah, or you can put it around your head, like Joker, like uh-huh. Joker and Persona, yeah. like that the, thing. That I believe is called a domino. Mask. I have no idea what I'll it's called. Check that. But that type of mask. Jen has a stick. Mine's. I'm just gonna tie it on my face because I'm probably just gonna keep it on. Um, but it's so good. She said it didn't go with my custom, so I couldn't get it. And fair enough, I guess. But it's so dope. I might just go back and buy it for no reason. Yeah, that type of mask, yeah. Is it called a domino mask? Domino mask. Interesting. Yeah, so that's that's what it is. Um So yeah, so I'm I'm excited about that. It should be a fun time tonight. But I that mask, like I should have took a I don't know why I didn't take a picture of it. I should have took a picture of it. Um Did I send you a picture of me in my costume though? No. I'll I'll send it to you later when I'm dressed up again. I have it on my phone, but I'll I'll wait for the full full effect. Mm-hmm. Jen made me buy a fake mustache for my costume. I'm like, Jen, no one's gonna see a fake mustache on my face. I have a beard. It's not like it's not how this works. Hat on a hat there. Pretty much. Um, but before we get into the topics today, Mike, are you playing anything this week? Anything new? Anything exciting? Anything uh or just standby that you're hopping in on? Uh I'm not even sure I turned on any of my consoles this week. Just a busy week in general or watching uh, shows? Uh I don't know. What did happen this week? I don't know. I don't live I don't walk in your shoes, Mike. I can't live your life. I can't tell your tales. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I played anything. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I 
am working my way through Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I am fucking in love with it. At this point, I can't, like, I kind of am not playing much else because I'm just, like, taken by this game. The only thing that's sad to me personally, just because of my personal taste and, like, how I like to play games or watch movies or anime, is the Switch version of this game, there's no English voice acting. Which I don't know why they couldn't just, like, use the voice acting from the Wii U version. Because the Wii U version had both. Um, but the Switch version only has Japanese with subtitles. So I'm not, I'm not sure if that's, like a, like, a contract thing. You have to, like pay those actors again to probably. use their voices maybe i don't know but it's like probably the same type of deal with uh for instance evangelion when it went to netflix they redubbed it was that for any other reason other than they just wanted like a fresh vocal track or i think it was a licensing thing mm. okay i guess that makes sense then like it was it's unfortunate though. for them to just hire somebody else to do the voices rather okay. than and I get that part of it, redubbing it cheaper to just do that. But like in this scenario, they just—I mean, I guess this is the cheapest option, just not yeah. redubbing it at all. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. But it's like the game's so good, so I don't care. I'm just still playing through it. I just personally would rather like mm-hmm. not to be reading as much, because um, you know me, I love words. But outside of that, did you see the trailer for the Pokemon CGI remake? Yes. Coming to Netflix? Mm-hmm. I had no idea that that was coming out. Uh, neither, I don't think I did. Uh, but it looks good. I mean, it, I think it's a one-for-one one make. Like, I think it's just... CGI now. Yeah. But it looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm a little... Not shocked, but like... I guess a little confused as to why Netflix is where it was going. Uh, as opposed to... Well, I'm, I mean, I haven't looked into it, but it... Who has the rights to Pokemon? Isn't it uh, Funimation? No. Is it WB? WB. Didn't uh, WB... Wasn't it on WB? It used, to be on, it used to be on WB, yeah. So they had the rights then, but they don't have it now? Because I think... I, th- I want to say the original release of that movie the, was a WB the original, movie. The, I mean, it might have been. like The original dub was for... Was it for kids? No, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's... It's been many moons. Things have changed hands. So who has Pokemon now? Do we just not know off the top of I our mean, head? I mean, I know that the current season of the show is airing on, like, Disney XD. So, yeah. So then I'm, I guess I'm surprised that it's not, like, not on Disney+. It, Plus. I, I don't believe it is, like, a Disney show. It, in the same way, for instance, I'm trying to think of a good example. Let's say community, for instance, mm-hmm. or I think community. I feel like I, I'm more confident in using community as an example. It aired on NBC, NBC which you know Comcast, you know, so NBC Universal, like that's the big umbrella mm-hmm. thing. But it was created by Sony, if I recall correctly. So like it's a Sony show, but it aired there. Like there's a whole bunch. It's just of- who pays for the distribution rights. Yeah, because it's like. Uh, may, yeah. So maybe, maybe Disney a... only paid for distribution rights on television. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay for it for you know streaming or whatever. That's why. It's such a dope shirt. I'm so jealous that oh, Darth yeah. Vader shirt. Um. So then it would be similar to how like 
Disney doesn't have anything to do with Ghibli movies, but mm-hmm. for a long time they had the distribution rights for the Blu-rays yeah. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have them anymore. I think they're with someone else now. Yeah, believe me, the the legality behind all this stuff is fascinating, but I've never fully looked into it. Yeah, I'm actually shocked that Disney didn't re-up that whatever to, or maybe maybe there's a way it works that like they can't re-up or something. There has to be like a period that where they can't. I have no fucking idea. But uh, on top of the Pokemon thing, did you see that outside of the U.S. Unfortunately, that Ghibli goes to, to Netflix. Netflix. Yes. I'm like, not that it's like the worst thing. And well, we still have access to this stuff other places. But mm-hmm. I and I own a lot of them on Blu-ray. But it would have been nice for like ones I haven't seen to be like, oh shit, I can just bang this out real quick on Netflix. Yeah. How is there? Before I put myself in an incriminating position, is there a legal way to have like a Netflix non-US account in the US or no? Well, it depends. By it's a gray area, I suppose. Like you can. You can use a VPN and make it look as though you are using Netflix outside the U.S. But is that legal? Is that legal? I mean... I'm not trying to do legal stuff. It is... I mean, you can legally have a VPN, and you can legally have Netflix. Okay. It's a great... Like, it's frowned upon. I'm sure if they caught on, they'd be like, don't do that. But, like, in the same way, oh, this movie is airing on TV... I'm going to hook up my VCR, pop in the tape, and record it. Like, you can do it. It's not like a... I don't think anyone's going to come down and sue you for it or fine you for it. They just would say, don't do that. A little slap on the wrist. Yeah. little little they might, finger, finger yeah, wag. They might, they might, if they caught on for... In your example, or my example, um, if they caught on, they might, you know, terminate your Netflix account. They go up. Make a new one. Yeah, but they have no way of, they wouldn't be able to, like, block your IP address or something or block you from making it's, a new one? Uh, I mean, there's also ways around that, too. I don't know. I'm I'm just, all these things, these, like, hoops you got to jump through. Yeah. Nope, I mean, never mind. I'll just continue to buy my Studio Ghibli movies. It's, it's doable, that's all. It's, Is are, are Ghibli movies going to be streaming on something else for us? Hmm? Are Ghibli movies going to be streaming on something else for HBO us? HBO Max. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm fine. I already got them there. I didn't know that. Yeah. I only saw the, the Netflix. The HBO Max oh. thing was, they announced that a while ago. Oh, well, then maybe I did know that and I just forgot about it. And then Netflix thing confused me. But regardless, cool. I'm fine then. I'm fine either way. So the reason I brought up the Pokemon thing besides that's cool, with the success of, <clears throat> excuse me, The Witcher, mm-hmm. and now this Pokemon uh, you know, CGI remake coming to Netflix, is there a game or game franchise that you'd want to see brought to Netflix, either in you know animated or see, or live action form? Especially since like I mean, I know we got Castlevania. I don't know how that did. Like I don't know if that was like very popular or not. I think it did well. I think they're doing another season, aren't they? They've done two. Are they doing a third? I think so. Oh, so then it's probably doing well. The Witcher, I think, is breaking records. Yeah. Um, gr- granted, that's also kind of based off of a book. a book and lore, but a lot of people associate it with the game mm-hmm. um, because that's where I think I would imagine that a lot of Western awareness of The Witcher is from mm-hmm. the game and not the book. Yeah. Uh, I, be- I believe it's it's based off of, like, uh, not Polish... Uh, 
I forget what country. Uh, mm-hmm. What are, is it Polish? Maybe it is Poland. I, but regardless, wherever country The Witcher comes from, yeah, I, it's based off of like mythology there, correct? Like that's what it is. I think or so. folklore or wh- whatever it would be. Yeah. Um. So I mean, with with the success of that, with clearly Castlevania, Pokemon's there coming back doing this big thing. What what would you want to see? What would get your you know butterflies flapping in your belly? Butterflies flapping in my belly. What am I in love with this show? Yes, yes, deeply. Anyway, I've said it time and time again. Uh, that you hate butterflies. I despise butterflies. That you never either be a caterpillar or be a flying insect, but you can't be both. So when you said either be a caterpillar in my brain, I was like, or be a metapod, or be a metapod. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Probably because Pokemon in the brain. But yeah. um, I've said it time and time again, and Netflix would not be the place for it. Also, this show could most likely never exist. Uh, just, just make um, Kingdom Hearts a show, so I don't have to play the games. I'm actually surprised there isn't like an accompanying anime. I feel like that would actually make a lot of sense. I. It's it would a, probably be on Disney Plus. Exactly. But I, I mean, our, I mean, you can remove Netflix from the equation, so that would be your 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 pick. Yeah. It's actually not a bad call. I'm actually very surprised that that doesn't exist. I'm I'm sure what with the fact that the games exist is actually still kind of mind boggling to me. So a television show would. It just came out with DLC too for three. Yeah. And from what I've been seeing, it's for people that like Kingdom Hearts, it's really good. And some people are saying it's like very anime as fuck, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means. But I mean, I know what it means. Like, I know what that means, but I don't know what it means in terms of what's going on in Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Kingdom Hearts, is there anything that, you know, would be your jam that no, you'd be like, oh, I'm fucking fucking with this right now? That's all I get. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want like. Uh, a persona. Well, I guess there is a persona anime. Right? There is a persona. Yeah. Is that on anything we can watch? I mean, I can. I started watching it, and then I, I stopped because I didn't want to spoil the game for myself. So I watched like the first episode. Is the anime just the story of Persona Five, or is it before, after? There's or? a. There's one for Persona Thor. I know yeah. that much at least. Is there's also a Persona Five anime though, isn't there? Yes. Okay. So I'm saying, like, I know there's a Persona Four and Five anime. I started watching the one for Five. And then I stopped almost immediately. So it, it follows the story of the game, though? Yes. Okay, I got you. Uh, for me, I mean, obvious, like, low-hanging fruit here is, like, Zelda. Yeah. I, I don't know how... I don't know how I would want it. I don't... Like, I wouldn't hate an animated version. An animated version. Um, I wouldn't necessarily want a CGI version. Uh, I'd probably want animated or live-action before the others. Yeah. Um, I just, I struggle with the Zelda one in particular because he's historically always been a silent protagonist Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't hate if they gave him a voice. It would just be a situation where if they chose to give him a voice in this representation, what would that mean going forward for the game? Would they then bring a voice to the game? Or if they did and they were different, I feel like it would be weird. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just thinking too much about it. Excuse <laughs> me, princess. I guess that's the only time they gave him a full voice, and it oh, was yeah. horrible. Yeah. Uh, but horrible for, like, 
you know, 90s cartoon horrible. Yeah. It was fine. I still enjoyed that show when I was a kid. I watched it. Mm. I mean, it's very easy to it's very easy to make fun of that show. Yes. Um also low-hanging fruit uh control would be a good show cuz they could just get everybody that was in the Yeah. like, "Hey, here we go. Just I'd watch it." Yeah. Uh other things, I mean, I I wouldn't hate just I I wouldn't hate a Fire Emblem show. I think it would actually be really good. Uh, it didn't have to follow any of the premises of any of this particular games. It could if it wanted to, but I think there's a lot there where they could play around with, like, like I really think they could play around with character development really interesting ways. And obviously, like you know, with three houses, it's you know all these relationship aspects, school aspects, battle. Back to relationship school battle. So, like, you have the the overall premise of we can have all of these interesting character development arcs and then, you know, cool battle scenes. And then back to, like, character development and then cool battle scenes. Um, with an overarching plot, overarching enemy, blah, blah, blah. That would actually be kind of dope. I'd be down with that. Hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see... Uh, Chat just said it before me. I just saw that now, but I'd love to see Metroid. Uh, I think Samus is due for. I think I honestly think a Metroid anime would be fucking nasty. Yeah, as I feel like that that world would lend itself really well to, like, a good anime art style. Um, I'd be down with that. I don't know who I'd want. Like, I don't really know a lot of anime artists or anime uh studios like studios I, I i mean besides trigger triggers like the only one that like in my mm-hmm. brain sticks out is like I, I i guess akira toriyama too but yeah does he still work on stuff i mean he's working on does Dragon he do Ball super Street. i didn't know if he did super or not i believe if he doesn't do it then he's like involved in it in some capacity um probably I, I would imagine at the bare minimum he's probably just like character design yeah. and yeah which they they kind of already like I mean, since Dragon Ball, they all stay in that style. Like, they have, like, a... I would imagine they have, like, a... Not a style handbook, but basically probably, like, a style Bible of this is what things in the Dragon Ball universe need to look like when we're creating them. Yeah. I think you were going to say something, and then I cut you off. I was? hmm Well, it's gone now. Um, Who would you want... Like, if what if, like, Trigger was going to make a show or a or a movie... Like, what would you want them to, to take? Um, I think they'd be good with Fire Emblem, to be honest. Um, I feel like Fire Emblem would go somewhere else because Trigger Trigger has a like a style, and I don't think that style like it. They could do it. I just don't think it would probably jive with Fire Emblem. Okay. I feel like, and maybe this is just me thinking about like the recent kill a kill game but like if they were going to do an anime maybe something connected to like say guilty gear or something like that okay yeah i'm on board with that um i i wouldn't hate i don't know what it would be but i wouldn't hate shovel knight getting some some love Mm -hmm. i don't know what it'd be though it would have to be probably a like short show like a short series show yeah um, and I guess, I guess animated, because 
I, just, I feel like it would be way too silly for that to be live action. Yeah. Like, it, it just, it, I feel like it would probably look cool, but at the same time, it would be like, this doesn't, like, it just doesn't mesh well with the source material. Mm. It just seems too, too large of a departure. But I, w- I wouldn't, if it was done right, I would love an animated show. I mean, we're getting a Cuphead show. I hope it's really good. Mm. I believe that Studio MDHR is, like, heavily involved in that process. Um, so that will hopefully be pretty good. Have you seen the, like, poster for that? No. You you must have. Maybe. The art style is very different. It's not like the regular Cuphead art style. Then maybe I see. It's a little more like like Nickelodeon, you know, style mm-hmm. art style. No, oh, Mike's a sleepy baby. He's got the yawnions. Uh, Taika Waititi mm-hmm. is getting a video game movie to make. What's he making? Um. He's gonna do uh, hmm. uh let's say Castle Crashers. How is he making that into a movie? Is it just gonna be like what what is that gonna be? It'll be I can't remember the exact plot of that game, but I remember there was something going on. Yeah, but I feel like there's not a lot there. Not to like make up thing which gives him more room to really play around bigger sandbox or hear me out no resident evil didn't he come from like like dark comedy horror is that what his like first i mean bigger... if you, you want to i have not watched what we do in shadows but i've seen an i i feel like i've gotten a good grasp of what it is mm-hmm. um i that would be a very different kind of Resident Evil movie. Like, you... Which I feel like what they need. I, I don't know what Resident Evil fans are looking for in a movie, but I feel like it would be a very big departure from what the source material is. Which, maybe that's what they want, but... Interesting. Okay. Okay. I have other things I want to say, but you know what? I'll leave that for the Paxis panel. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that for the Paxis panel. Um, before we get moving on into some other topics, I rewatched all three Lord of the Rings this week. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched them in a while, and going into this, like I'm a big Lord, I I I love Lord of the Rings movies. I think most movies are great. I never watched the Hobbit movies because they didn't look good to me. But the Lord of the Rings movies have always been my jam since they came out. Saw them in theaters, like always been my jam. Mm-hmm. Had them on VHS, rewatched them a lot. When I was young, um, but I haven't rewatched them in a while. Going into it, I was always like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure that Two Towers is my jam. Like that's my favorite one." Mm-hmm. Like I don't. The last time you've watched these movies, I have no idea how long has that been. A while. A long time ago. Like I, I can't even say that I've rewatched them so much as maybe they were on TV and I and like, caught let, some of it. I let some of it play if I had nothing else going on. Now. Do you have in your brain what you think is your favorite one? No. No? Do you like Lord of the Rings like that or no? I don't think I do. Oh. It's like a thing that I know I've watched. and I, It's not that I hate it. It's just that it's like, yeah, it was fine, but I don't really care. Is it you just don't like the, that type of world, like fantasy? Fantasy's fine. It's just I, like I, it's never crossed my mind to rewatch those movies. Like I've never been like, man, I, I miss Lord of the Rings or something like that. Like, Fuck, I didn't know this about you. I'm actually like a little I'm, sad. Like I'm, I'm glad I watched them, 
I, I wish you came for the rewatch. Look, I I own them. I just I'm not gonna bother rewatching them. When you get a chance, when you feel like doing it, at the bare minimum, rewatch Fellowship. Because mm-hmm. if Fellowship hits you, then rewatch the rest. Because mm-hmm. so, like I was saying, I thought Two Towers is always my jam. That's my favorite one. Battle of Helm's Deep, so dope. Like blah blah. I always, looking back, was like, I feel like Fellowship was slow. The other ones weren't as slow, blah, blah, But now that I've watched all three, I think Fellowship's my favorite one, like, overall. And I still love all three movies. But Fellowship is, like, a really good, I feel, contained story. Like, it felt like a good, complete movie, even though it was also setting up a larger, like, narrative and, like, setting up future things to to do are you gonna say something well no i was looking at the chat and he said the creative yu yu show would be good togashi doesn't work anymore he, like, he just won't do things well if he was gonna do something what would it be if he were to do something he would fucking finish hunter hunter that's what he would do oh is that his show those are both his yes so hunter hunter is just an unfinished show it's unfinished it's an unfinished manga the the show you could argue ends decently considering the fact that like he he's got his own set of like personal issues that prevent him from continuing hunter hunter so like in the last in like the last you know three or four years maybe 20 chapters have come out like this the the story is not progressing very quickly it is Hmm. it is uh not great if you're really enjoying the series okay Okay. That's sad to hear. Yeah. Um, but to, to get back to Lord of the Rings, so I think Fellowship is actually now my favorite. It's just like it's a good contained story. It, it also is a good setup for the rest of the movies. Um, the only real slow parts, at least for me, were like, you know, even though it's not even that bad, but like the Shire drags a little bit. It's like, all right, come on. Let's speed this up. I get it. Let's go on a fucking adventure. We don't need to like, you know, hang around much longer. Um, but I think I like it the most because I feel like you get a good sense of all of the characters. Like, I think they're all fleshed out pretty well in this film. Um, and they do have some, some of them have some, you know, character arcs they transform through the course of the three movies. But I feel like you get a good baseline for all the characters and kind of know where they stand and, and know like what they're about. And I like for this movie, most of them are together, where the rest of the movies, they're split up in a lot of different groups. Um, like in Two Towers, uh, pretty much from Two Towers on, Merry and Pippin are by themselves, uh, or in other situations without other characters. Uh, Aragorn, Legolas, and, and Gimli are with other people, and then Frodo and Sam are gone for the rest of the movie with yeah. each other. And Gandalf is also like kind of popping around. Mm. Um where in Fellowship, they're not all always together, but more of them are in a in a fellowship together. Yeah. Um and I like a lot of those scenes and the the battle towards the end of Fellowship where they're in the woods and it's like Boromir's trying to take the ring from Frodo, the fucking the Urukai from Sauron with the fucking white uh, like handprint on their face yeah. are like hunting them in the woods. I love that whole like part of the movie. It's like 
because you don't really i mean you don't really like you're not supposed to like boromir like boromir you're not supposed to like him because he's like i i think he represents like the i think he does two things i think he represents the like problem with like the race of men like the problem with like mortals but also shows like hope at the end so i think his character arc is like a good representation of like the world is doomed because of people like boromir but wait there's some hope because he has a redemption right right at the end before he dies um so like i kind of like boromir's character for that because he's like a good like uh not MacGuffin. he's like he's just a good uh i guess good metaphor for for that struggle mm-hmm. uh, that the whole movie is kind of seemingly conveying that like men are corrupted by power. They can't handle power. You know, that's the reason why everything's going to shit pretty much, uh, which is true. Um, fuck man. It's such a good movie. It's such a fucking good movie. You do love Lord of the Rings. I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not even a big Boromir guy, but again, like rewatching it and like when he gets fucking shot, like four times with an arrow, hmm. yeah, a little fucking couple of driplets came out. You know, I'm like, fuck, man, Boromir's fucking dying right now, saving Merry and Pippin. R.I.P. Legolas still my guy though. Legolas, like my my favorite Lord of the Rings character. I love Legolas. Legolas can stay. Yeah, I love him so much. But the two, probably the two scenes that like really get me the most every time I rewatch these movies, and this time, no, no, no exclusions. This happened again. In Return of the King, when I actually meant to look this up before I say this, Andy Serkis did not receive any awards, correct, or was not nominated for anything. I could have sworn. I feel like he got some sort of like he got mass recognition recognition for uh, Gollum. I can't remember if he actually got any. I could have sworn he did, or like he was nominated for something. Like it was like a it was like a big deal. I thought it was an after the fact thing. I thought like I thought he didn't get nominated for things like supporting actor or anything mm-hmm. because people were like, oh, it's just CGI. Yeah. But then like after the fact, people were like, no, like he like he's playing that character. Like he's crawling around and like acting while he's doing that, and that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, I thought maybe, maybe I'm just incorrect. Maybe he did. I know Lord of the Rings overall has like 11 Oscars. Yeah. I think a lot of it's like sound design and, and like mm-hmm. s- and special effects and stuff. Um, but I could have sworn that he didn't get recognition at the time because people were like, it's just CGI. Not understanding the yeah. full scope of what he's actually doing. Because he's fucking phenomenal in those movies. Mm-hmm. Like amazing. It's insane how good like he brings that character to life. Um, but anyways... The two scenes that really fucked me up probably the most. Eh, there's probably a third scene with Sam and Frodo at some point, but I, it doesn't hit me as hard as the other two. Mm-hmm. In Return of the King, uh, they're all at the Black Gate, minus Frodo and Sam, because they're off trying to drop the ring into the fucking uh, Mount Doom. They're at the Black Gate. Black Gate opens. The fucking f- armies of Mordor surround them. They're way outnumbered. And... Uh, the eye of Sauron looks at Aragorn and like whispers something to him and he like steps forward off his horse and he's like I don't think he's crying but like he wants to cry and he like turns around and he looks at like fucking Gandalf uh, Gimli uh, Merry Pippin uh, Legolas mm-hmm. and like this small army he has with him 
and he just goes for Frodo and then just fucking charges in and you're like oh my god for fucking Frodo I, lo- I loved it so fucking much it's so good and then the other uh, scene is at the almost the end of the movie where Aragorn gets crowned king you know everyone's there blah blah like people are fucking cheering bowing all this stuff and then it gets to the end of the procession and it's like the four hobbits and they go to bow and Legolas just, I mean, Legolas, I love Legolas so much. Uh, Aragorn just goes, you bow to friends, you bow to no one. And then everyone bows to the hobbits. And it's just like, I'm like starting to tear up thinking about it right now. It's so good, Mike. It's so good. It's so good. Fuck. I might rewatch these movies again soon. They're really good movies. I like them a lot. They're, they're, I don't think I like them more than Star Wars. I think I like Star Wars more, but I love Lord of the Rings. It's really good. Fantastic. Rewatch Fellowship soon. Just do it. Just make yourself do it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. The extended versions, give or take, there were about 12 hours long. So don't, if you don't want to like kill yourself, don't watch the extended versions. I, I don't believe I own the extended versions. Perfect. Uh, I, I was trying to pick out, again, I haven't watched these movies in a long time, so I was trying to pick out scenes that... I was like, these weren't in the theatrical release, but it was sometimes hard to know what was what was not there. But there were definitely some scenes where I was like, there's a reason why this was cut out of the fucking movie. Like, why? who wants to see this? This is not a thing it's, that one cares about. It's like a full five-minute thing of uh, Frodo and Sam was just sitting around. just like, Frodo's like scratching his ass. He's just like, oh, boy. There's definitely a scene after Merry and Pippin and the Ents, like, destroy Sauron's army at... Uh, 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 Isengard and like they clearly they smoked in this movie plenty of times but there was definitely a scene after that where like they get like two giant fucking jars of long bottom leaf and it's just straight up like them smoking for like five minutes like having a high chat and like this was no way this was in the movie I don't remember this fucking scene I was like I understand why they cut this it's just like what the fuck um Fuck, the movie's so fucking good, though. Like, some of the Rohan stuff lingers for too long. And some of the fucking Gondor stuff, too long. Like, in general. Um, I think that's what really, ultimately, for me, makes Fellowship a better movie. Because, yeah, the Shire stuff lingers. But, like, there's just a lot of stuff with fucking Theoden. And I just... Let's go. Let's move on. We gotta get to fucking Minas Tirith. We gotta get to fucking Isengar. We gotta go to fucking all these other places. We ain't got time for fucking hanging around Rohan. Plus, Theoden's kind of a bad king. He leads his people to Helm's Deep, which is a fucking trap. And if Aragorn wasn't there, they would have fucking gave up. Aragorn was like, fucking, let's fucking do this. Ride or die. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And then fucking Gandalf shows up with the fucking rest of the troops. And they can fucking go to battle. It's a good time. Do you want to just recap all of them? Like, do you want to just scratch all this and just be like, all right. And just. Do you want me to do that? (laughs) I mean, you can do it. I won't hang out for it, but like, you can do it. It, they're just—I really enjoy them. And again, it was again this over the course of this past week. It was twelve hours of my time, mm-hmm. so it was like a lot of my week was eaten up by rewatching these movies. Um, and I don't hate it. It wasn't a waste of time. I loved it. It actually is making me think. I own the Hobbit Blu-rays. Maybe I'll just pop them in and see what happens. Pop? I mean, yeah. Some people do say they're good. I just I don't think that they looked good to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily know if I care about the story of Bilbo. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of know. I didn't read The Hobbit, but yeah. I know Bilbo's story, kind of. So, mm-hmm. 
It's just not something I care maybe to watch. I don't know. Maybe I'll just throw it on, get a little get a little glimpse. Um, but it does remind me that I don't do. And if we, if you remember me talking about this and tell me to stop, but did we talk about in the podcast last week? Uh, the Lord of the Rings video games, mm, like PS2 GameCube era. I don't think so. So like I, I had a Two Towers and maybe a Return of the King game for PS2. Mm-hmm. That was fucking great. It was so good. It was two player. Pretty yeah. Pretty sure. It might have been. I don't think it was four player. It was definitely two player. But it was like. I was almost always fucking legless. You get to fucking fight me. You want to be legless, but it was like you could pick legless. I think for the most part you could pick legless Gimli Aragorn, and there were some levels that you could be Merry Pippin and Frodo, or you had to be them because it was just the story of the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but I remember them being really good games. I think they were EA games. Uh, but they were just fun. They were like fun little recreations of the movies, like good little, just fun little fucking adventures. Yeah. I should probably actually give shadow of mortar a try because i have it i heard that one was good wasn't it it's supposed to be really good it has the nemesis system which is like are you familiar with that i i know i knew it at some point and then clearly i like erased it for room for something else so it's uh i'm trying to think i don't know if it's fully implemented in any of the arkham games um because it's wb does both i believe wb has batman i know that yeah I believe WB has uh, Mortar. The two, there's Shadow Mortar and whatever. There's two. There's two Lord of the Rings games in that vein. Yeah, Shadow of Mortar and something else. Mm. Um, I believe it's WB, but I think it's was made for the Lord of the Rings games, which it's basically like you had. There are like enemy orcs and like high level enemies that like. They hunt you. They actively hunt you down in the game. They're like, because it's like they're your nemesis. Yeah. So it's like it's like an interesting. I haven't fully. I haven't played a lot of that game, so I don't know it like really well. But that's like kind of the concept. Is like they hunt you down in the world. They are looking for you, which is kind of cool. Uh, people really wanted it to be added to Batman. I don't know if the last Arkham game I don't had it or not. Recall anything like that happening in the game? Were there like groups of enemies though that? Other than just like regular people that saw you that would hunt you down, or no? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, so maybe not. Maybe the next one will have it. Um, if that ever comes out. WB Montreal keeps fucking teasing it. What lots do they need to make it though? Uh, well, so there was a rumor recently that the next. Either this WB Montreal game that keeps getting teased, which is clearly a Batman game, mm-hmm. or the next Rock City game, one of them. I can't remember what the article said, but uh, the rumor now is that whatever this game is, is a Xbox Series X launch exclusive, Ooh. which is going to piss a lot of people off. Mm. But I don't care because I'm fucking Xbox. So I mean, go. it. I was going to say, like, it almost makes sense. And they're like, like, we need an answer to Spider Man. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I mean, yeah, I get it. Spider Man was a good game. But, like, here's the weird thing about Sony exclusives. PlayStation 4, as of this point, I think is, like, the top three, third-selling game uh, console of all time. Mm-hmm. It's up in the top four somewhere. It might be four. Um, but it has, you know, over 100, it's, like, over 120 million units out there. Yeah. People always make a big deal about Sony exclusives. But if you look at the numbers, like, the amount of copies sold on like God of War or Spider-Man 
or, you know, Last of Us, what have you, is like about 10 million, which percentage-wise of 120 million, it's not a lot of people. Like, not a lot of people are playing these games, um, which is weird to me. Because that's what a lot of people tout as like the reason they choose PlayStation over Xbox is we got these exclusives. I'm like, all right, well, you know, ninety percent of the audience isn't fucking playing them. Um, on the flip side of things, you look at like the Switch and Switch is around like forty five million, and some of their exclusives are like fifteen million plus, which is like a much different percentage of install base versus exclusive copy sold i don't know i think we've talked about that on the podcast before so i don't want to go too much into that um but since we're on the topic of like movies and stuff before we move on we got that song for the sonic movie with yeah. wiz khalifa ty dolla sign uh, uh lil yacht lil yachty and then some other guy i don't know his name is no. um how do you feel about this song um uh Hold on. I have to play it in my head again. Like, I had it for a second there. Mm-hmm. Um, something Speed Up? Uh, I don't know. I think the song is called Speed Up, yeah. yeah. Whatever, it was fine. It's not bad. It's okay. But now what it makes me think is, are we going to get some sort of hip-hop song for the Mario movie that's coming out? Um... I, de- well, anything's possible. If we do, I, I guess to put it to, to to lay things out here, we got we got Black Panther got a pretty dope album, executive produced, I believe, by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, good songs, good features. Like it was a pretty dope album. It had some bangers on there. Uh, I didn't love every song on there, but there was definitely bangers on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got um, the Venom soundtrack uh, has Eminem. Yeah. So so we have we have that. Um, and now Sonic soundtrack has 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 Wiz Khalifa, Lil Yachty, Ty Dolla Sign mm-hmm. at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So looking at those three films and who's involved, where mm-hmm. where where are we shaping up? Like who who is if there were was to be even if it's just one hip hop single, mm-hmm. who who are we getting? On this Mario soundtrack, like who who is gonna be the one dropping bars, bringing the heat? Well, let's let's face facts here. So, Black Panther, you know, I'm a studio exec. Like Black Panther, even though this is a Marvel movie, we're expecting it to skew urban, so it makes sense we're okay. gonna get an urban soundtrack. Venom, it's more adult. Um, it's edgier, if you will. Okay. So we're like, eh, you know what? Let's get Eminem to do something. Venom, Venom. Yeah. Uh, Sonic skews younger, but you know, at his, at his, you know, what was the word I'm looking for? You know, at, from the beginning, he was meant to be like. Hey, he's got the, that that edgy, edgy cool. Yeah, like cool. I'm gonna smoke cigarettes on the side over here and play fucking guitar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they were gonna be like, oh, you know, let's. Uh, what do the kids like? We'll grab these popular like cool i mean i i don't know if those are the kids like i'm still i'm still really confused now i think lily i mean i, I don't know the fourth person i think lil yachty skews younger i think he's got he, like the he, young he audience does, 
At the very least, I only know him because he did a song for the Teen Titans Go movie. Okay. I don't know about Wiz. I don't know where his he lands on this yeah. thing. Or Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. So, there's that. Mario doesn't strike me that like that. Mario doesn't strike me as someone that they'd be like, yeah, let's make him a... Like, they try... I feel like, you know, you got the Mario rap from, like, the show. Yeah. Right? And Plumman's like, Our Game. Like, that's, my, that's a jam. Mm-hmm. I don't hey, think... Paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. We're the Mario Brothers and Plumman's Our Game. We're not like the others that get on the blame. When your prince is in trouble, you can call us in the double. Hanging with the plumbers, you'll be hooked on the plumbers to the drain. So, Hooked on the plumbers, the plumbers. Anyways, it's a fucking banger. All right, well, no, no, I know no. all the words. I'm like, I don't want to keep singing so this. I, I feel retract, like a moron. I retract my statement. You can do it. That's what. They're oh doing. shit! No, they're not gonna get me. But who, like, who would fit? Who would fit it? Who would get in there and fucking do it? I would imagine it would have to be rather clean. Which I think the Sonic song also didn't have like swears. Yeah, it was clean, but I don't see them doing that for this movie. There, there has to be a like, even if it's not like a rap song, I would imagine there has to be a little bit of like a hip hop leaning song. Um, they just getting raffy. It might be a pop song. Okay, so then who are we getting pop wise? We getting fucking we getting Billie Eilish, where she's tied up with fucking. Uh, When's the movie supposed to be coming out? I don't know actually. I think it's kind of still like not uh, settled on when that's happening. Yeah, I I feel like whoever's gonna be whoever's in it is gonna be someone I don't know. No, I don't, they, I don't know what's going on. Anymore. There's no. I mean, you got Billie Eilish. You got uh, who I barely know. Was she going to be doing fucking, not Star Wars, what am I, who, why can't I say this right now? Why can't you say James Bond? James Bond, know. yes. Um, what, well, who else, wait, who else is like pop, pop star? Like who, who, God. we gotta know something. J- Justin Bieber? No, I, I, I think he's, I, I don't think that's where they would go. I'd be, I, I'd actually be surprised by that over like a rap song. The, uh, who, the Jonas Brothers? Oh, shit. Hmm. I was gonna say this, but then I got stopped for another reason because also BTS. That's what you want to say. Oh shit! I mean that that actually might be a thing they would do. Um, but Spider Verse also had kind of a dope soundtrack. Yes. And I was gonna say Post Malone might make sense for Mario, but I mean he's tied up with Spider Verse. I don't know if they're gonna double dip. I mean they probably would double dip, but I think Post Malone would make sense. I'm not like a Post Malone guy. But I feel like, I feel like he's very popular, mm-hmm. and I mean, "Sunflower" isn't a bad song. It's a good song. But I mean, like, it's not like the words aren't bad. Yeah, I don't think so. So, I feel like they, yeah, like for a more poppy song, would go that route. I don't know what other artists like kind of fit in that vein of like sing songy, post Maloney, fucking baloney. <laughs> Sing songy post Maloney. Baloney. Baloney. Mm. That's where we are. Should we just write this song for them and just pitch it to them? But listen, Nintendo. Universal or who owns Minions? Who's who's doing the movie? Universal? Who's doing the movie? Uh it's whatever it's studio Universal. it's whatever studio owns Minions. Yes. Illumination? Illumination is like the studio. That's the I studio believe, doing the the movie. I think they are owned by Universal. Oh wait, is that 
Does Universal own DreamWorks? Oh, no, I don't know. It's I, I. It is. It is. Illumination. Illumination is, is the studio that's doing the movie. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Let's just pitch them a song. Like, let's just fucking write it and pitch it and send it their way. But listen, we're just a couple guys from the East Coast, East Coast, Beast Coast, just trying to, you know, just trying to make it happen. Just trying to throw some bars out your way. I mean, okay. Uh-oh. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it, Mike. Let's make it happen. Um. But I guess still on the fucking on the on the trend of movies here because this this episode has turned into like not what I anticipated to. We're just kind of talking about whatever, which is fine. You know, little little, little random Saturday fun. Uh, the Colin Trevorrow Star Wars leaks yes have been turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. What is in your phone? I don't know. It looks like a Sesame Street got stuck in like whatever this hole is supposed to be what is the opening i mean i have an air compressor we can do it after i mean it doesn't this is the case i could take the case off and deal with it like that i just didn't feel like taking the case off fair enough but uh you you have seen the colin trevorrow leaks yes uh for what the ninth movie was supposedly supposed to be called dual fates yes um those were initially debunked but now colin has come out and said that they are act in fact leaked uh concept art for his movie yes uh, how do you feel about this? As, as some, well, I guess before you say that, like, now that some time has passed, where do you fall on this movie? What, Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Eh, you know, it was... Did you ever see it a second time? Yeah. So with that, like, with time passing, seeing it twice, mm-hmm. where, where do you land on this film now? Um, at the end of the day, like, all things considered, I don't really care about the sequel trilogy as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, it exists, but like I, it exists, and I just have to accept that it exists. But I don't really have to care about it. Yeah, would his leaked premise for or you know concept art or ideas for this mm-hmm. movie? Would you think it would have been something you would have been more? Down with? Down with, yeah. Uh, I, I think it was, like, an interesting thing. I think it, I think it actually brought more to the Star Wars lore. Okay. I think it does, I think it did do that, from what I remember. Like, I remember kind of skimming through what the ideas were. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Some of the bigger ones were, like, Vader fighting Kylo, Mm -hmm. uh, Rey... Standing around a group of uh, dead stormtroopers holding a dual-bladed blue lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, C-3PO with an injured R2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess someone or multiple people like were sad saying that, oh shit, in his version R2 dies. Mm-hmm. And I guess Colin Trevorrow quote-tweeted it and said, oh, I'd never kill R2. You know, he just took a bad hit. We all We all take bad hits once in a while. Yeah. So... There was that scene. Uh, there was something else that was like pretty cool looking. I can't remember. But those uh, are some uh, of the bigger oh, ones. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Well, I know I saw those four images. The fourth image was like Leia kind of doing like the pose do- with BB-8. with BB-8. But I think there was eight total, or there was more images. There was a, a, a bunch actually. Yeah, there was a there was a bunch actually. Um, but I did read um, a, an alleged leak script yes. or synopsis. Yes. What uh, what what was in that? Did has that turned out to be like 
legit or no? I mean, I don't. I have to. I don't remember exactly. Um, basically, the guy that was like saying it was like a man who I believe, just based off of who he was or who he is, like if anyone were to have access to this script and like know about it, he would be. He would be that guy. Um, it makes sense if like he was on the truth. Uh, so I remember they talked about like Kylo being told like, Hey, you know, go to this place where like this old Sith who's not, you know, Palpatine, but like someone who trained Palpatine, not, I mean, trained Palpatine, I don't believe, but like just somebody to like, I don't know, get more power or something like that. And yeah, Luke shows up as a force ghost to kind of like taunt. That was one of the other pictures. You must not have seen this one. Yeah. There's a picture of Luke as a force ghost grabbing Kylo's lightsaber and stopping it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah he, there's a lot of really cool pictures. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he like shows up to like taunt Kylo and be like, oh, nice job, kid, you fucking douche. Um, see, I like Kylo. I do too. Okay, um, all right. Some other, what else? I forget what Ray's. Oh, I guess early on in the film, I think Finn and Rose steal a, a um, Imperial vessel. They steal like a Star Destroyer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, use that with whatever remains of like the Resistance and some other stuff. Okay. I mean, I, I, again, I don't hate The Rise of Skywalker. It's not a perfect movie. It definitely it is what it is. I enjoyed this new trilogy for what it was. I like Star Wars. I like more Star Wars. It wasn't bad. I know people don't like them, but I enjoyed them. Um, but I really liked The Last Jedi. So I feel like from what Trevor's film looked like, it looked like it would have been kind of down that same path of like taking more liberties and taking more chances with with storytelling in star wars mm-hmm. uh where i feel like the two jj movies played things very safely mm-hmm. or try to like appease as many people as possible um I'm, I'm not mad at the movie we got with rise of skywalker but i think trevor's movie would have probably been a little more interesting mm-hmm. um but yeah it was interesting to see him come out and comment on that i feel like i feel like that's a thing that disney's probably not like don't go around talking about that type of stuff. I mean, at this point, they've made their Star Wars money. Like, if they want to talk about it, just to keep people talking about Star Wars, go ahead. Yeah, I guess. Um, like him saying, like, this is what I would have done. is not going to stop people from seeing Rise of Skywalker if they didn't already. Yeah. I haven't looked into it more to see if it's been confirmed, confirmed. But I guess uh, Taika Waititi's been approached about a Star Wars film. I don't know if it's like a thing happening or if yeah, he agreed to it. I believe he was just approached. I'd be down with that. I mean, at least for the nerdy stuff he's done. I mean, Ragnarok, one of my favorite MCU movies. Uh, the His character in Mandalorian and the episode, I think he only directed one episode. The final episode, I think. I think so. Uh, I enjoyed the episode. So, I mean, he. I think he's more than capable of, mm-hmm. of doing it. Um, it'd be interesting to see that. I don't know. I like Star Wars either way. 
Were you going to say something? No, that's just me. Open my mouth. So one of the things that we brought up last night were at the bar was uh, older Batman movies for some reason. I forget why they came up. Uh, They only came up because I would said... Because of the peanut MCU? The peanut CU? No. Okay. Do you remember the whole conversation about the yeah, I, I peanut, that. peanut cinematic universe? Mm-hmm. It was a good conversation. Anyway, no, it came up because of the Masquerade Ball, and I said I would show uh, up dressed up yes, as... Yes, Lando. Well, not Lando, but as uh, Billy, Billy D. Williams. Williams. As Harvey Dent in one of the Batman movies. One of the first two. I don't remember which one. I if, think it was the first one. If I remember next episode, I will, for, for you listening out there, fans, uh, I will elaborate on the peanut cinematic universe that that mike and i and uh and tim created at the bar last night mm-hmm. it was pretty good I, I think we'd have a success on our hands we came up with a lot of shows last night we had our svu spinoffs mm-hmm. we had uh i think we had another sh- like show too that was just like an a, a original uh, on mike d original there were a bunch of a bunch of talk yeah we we got a whole bunch of, of uh, di- digital content coming your way with all these shows. Mm-hmm. The Peanut Cinematic Universe is going to be where we make our bread and butter, though. That's going to be our bread and peanut butter. Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, I knew you were going to say it, but I just... But when you brought up the bat- older Batman movies last night, the Tim Burton Batman movies, to be yeah. specific, it got me thinking, okay, well, I just rewatched Lord of the Rings. Like... Do I just start going down this path of like rewatching movies? Do I need to rewatch Batman movies prior to Nolan? Do I need to rewatch these movies? Do you need to? I didn't need to rewatch Lord of the Rings. No one needs to do anything. Should you? I mean, you could. Are they streaming anywhere? Are they easily accessible for me to grab? They're easily accessible for me to grab. Oh, okay. And by that I mean like I'm still subscribed to DC Universe. I'm pretty sure they're all streaming there. Oh, okay. Do you have, do you remember these? Are they good movies? Do you remember them well? Um, I haven't watched them since I was a kid. Like, I don't fucking know. I, I enjoy, and I, I caught bits and pieces of, uh, I think the first one, um, I want to say fairly recently. And, like, it's, for, I mean, it was 1989. Like, it, it did what it needed to do. So the Tim Burton ones are Batman Forever and Batman and Robin? No. Batman and Batman Returns? Yes. Batman and Robin and Batman Forever are linked or no? Uh, I always forget which one's which. I want to say Batman and Robin is the fourth one. That one's Joel Schumacher. Um, I think someone else directed Batman Forever, but I don't remember who. Uh, let's see here. Double check that. Let me just double check that I can actually watch. Who plays Batman in the Tim Burton ones? Keaton? Keaton, yes. Keaton for those first two. Then Val Kilmer. Then Clooney. Clooney's in Forever then? Or Batman and Robin? Clooney should be in Batman and Robin. Now, from. The Clooney one is like the cheesiest one, right? Yes. I never leave the Batcave without it. They, I think it, it in, gets increasingly cheesy. Like, Tim Burton, it's kind of cheesy, but, like, he's got that Tim Burton aesthetic, which, you know, I think worked for Batman at the time. Um, I don't rem The Kilmer one was cheesy, if only because it had uh, Riddler and Two-Face, and 
I mean, Riddler was Jim Carrey, which Jim Carrey brings his own energy to that. Yeah. And then... He just plays himself. Yeah, and then Two-Face... Harvey Dent. Yes, Harvey Dent, but played by Tommy Lee Jones was such... It was so weird. I don't know. It was, it was very weird. That would, I would argue, might be the cheesiest thing up there with, um, I would say, Bane, who was whatever in Batman and Robin, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I also apologize. I don't know why I just yelled Harvey Dent at you. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. I wanted to feel like I knew something about Batman, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Yes, Harvey Dent did become Two-Face. Congratulations. I don't know why. I don't know why I said it. I have no idea why those words came out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, so, what was I talking about? Uh, Two-Face, Tommy Lee Jones yeah. might have been... The cheesiest. Like, the cheesiest. It was very... Like, I watched that. It was on TV, so, like, I watched it fairly recently. Like, in the last year it was on, and I... I watched it. Um, so I wouldn't say at least those last two, Forever and Batman and Robin. I don't. I wouldn't say they were good. Yeah, they were entertaining in like a bad way. Okay. So then maybe they're not on my top of the list. But when you guys were bringing them up last night, I was like, fuck, I haven't watched these since I was a kid. Do I need to rewatch them? Is it, is it worth my time right now? Because um, I, I, part of my like re- resolution for myself this year is I, I want to ingest more video games and finish more video games, but I want to ingest more non-video game media, mm-hmm. um, which is why I picked up the next three editions of Saga that I don't have, mm-hmm. uh, the first two of Paper Girls, and the earliest edition of Dr. Afro that they had. I think I still need to buy one one uh paperback pre like before it has it the first six comics whatever. But I wanna try to ingest some more stuff like that, kinda expand my horizon. And just you know, just Because you're not ingesting real food anymore. Well exactly. I need to fill my appetite with something. So just fucking I'm um, 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 eat eating everything up. The last thing that I wanted to talk about before we wrap things up here is Kind of a big deal. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the Overwatch League Season 3 kicks off in a few weeks, but this was new. Like, I wasn't aware this was a thing that was happening, but it's not going to be on Twitch. Did you know this? I saw that. It's going to instead be kicked over to YouTube, mm-hmm. um, which I've, I don't think I've ever watched, like, live stream content on YouTube. Um, I, you mean gaming related or just in general? Probably really just in general, uh, but definitely game related. No, like I, if there's like a Nintendo Direct, I might watch it on YouTube, but I also usually might watch it on Twitch. But like outside of that, I don't really, I'm not really like watching live streamed content on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it runs fine. YouTube's owned by Google, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure it run fine. But I'm I'm a little, I'm. Twitch paid a lot of money, or Amazon, I guess, paid a lot of money for over, uh, Overwatch League mm-hmm. for the first two seasons. Yeah. So I wonder if there was a larger exchange of money, or if Amazon slash Twitch thought that it wasn't worth the money that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But but the other interesting thing is that the YouTube user base is much larger than the Twitch user base. Mm-hmm. Granted, how many of the people on YouTube are watching video game related content or care about esports? I have no idea how to gauge that metric. But I think the numbers that I was looking at is like 50 million Twitch users, 200 million YouTube users. Mm -hmm. So like it's a way broader audience. Mm -hmm. But again, how many of those people are interacting with video game content? I have no idea. But what do you think this means for the Overwatch League? Is this a good thing or a bad thing or? Um... Listen, if people want to watch Overwatch League, if people are still interested, like it's, I don't think it's more difficult for them to watch it there. It's it would it's still free, right? There's no like paywall or anything. You don't have to be like a YouTube red person to watch this. Uh, I imagine much like on Twitch, you have Twitch, you can watch it for free. But if you have Twitch Prime or whatever, or yeah, well, could you get anything with Twitch Prime? Watching. No. So the thing, I guess. The only thing that's different now is like if you want to buy into like whatever it was that. So that's what I was going to bring up. I don't know how YouTube's like game streaming sec- like thing works. I don't know if this is an option, but like when the first two seasons it was on Twitch, you could buy the Overwatch League Pass, which was 15 bucks, I believe, mm-hmm. for the whole season. And it would give you the ability to like watch anyone's screen during a match. Like if you wanted to watch certain yeah. players or whatever. And it, it gave you other things. It gave you like, you know, a. Uh, all access pass only chat, which was like less bullshit and more people actually talking about the game. Um, still bullshit, but like it was more focused on like people are paying to be in this chat, so like they're gonna talk more about Overwatch than just spamming emotes or whatever other nonsense. Um, and then obviously there was like the whole system of like you could unlock Twitch emotes by doing Overwatch specific things during the stream, like tune in for you know certain games and you get an emote tune in two different days in one week and you get an emote you know cheer bits for your team get an emote like there were all these things to unlock for you to use just on twitch in general so i don't know how that's going to work on youtube if they're going to go that same route and have like an all-access pass that gives you something like that Mm -hmm. Uh, because i don't do any i don't absorb any content on youtube in that way Mm um i I don't really think it's a bad look for the Overwatch League. I'm sure they're just going where they think they can have the best audience and the best contract. I don't know how YouTube works with television syndication. Like I don't like I know when they were on Twitch, they were also playing certain games on ESPN, ABC, and Disney XD. Yes. So I don't know if that contract is separate from Twitch or whatever. So I don't know if now the YouTube thing changes anything else i guess if it's google does google own any network no. television stuff no right no does amazon no so then there must just be separate contracts then mm-hmm. um i'm not really sure how that shakes out but i would imagine that you know blizzard activision they're looking for the best possible user base or watch the viewer base and you know the best contract that can cut so maybe google threw a little bit more money plus i think YouTube or Google, I guess, in general, is trying to make a bigger push to go at Twitch because they did just sign two big Twitch streamers to be YouTube exclusive streamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't follow. I don't follow the people, so I don't. I think it's. Uh, I think Courage is one of them, and the other one is. 
is uh not Pokimane. Uh it's a female streamer. Um Ray something. Ray I think Ray is her name, but her like streaming name is like Ray something. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's kind of a big deal because they paid a lot of money to get those people to go over there. Yeah. Similar to how Mixer is paying people to go to Mixer. Yeah. Um so I wonder if this is just Google's attempt at like let's try to steal more of the video game centric base to YouTube gaming, make a bigger push for YouTube gaming to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think YouTube game, I don't think it exists anymore. They must do still have, you You, you mu- can still do stuff, but like YouTube gaming used to be like, I used to have an app on my phone called YouTube gaming and I could use that to. So maybe they just they got rid of that branding and it's just under YouTube. It got absorbed into YouTube proper, like instead of like being a separate thing. Which like is I, probably makes more sense. Because um, so everyone uses fucking YouTube for yeah everything else, so it probably makes more sense. They just keep it branded cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if this is just their long play of trying to pull more of the Twitch user base to YouTube. Because if you're on YouTube, you know, watching the Overwatch League, it might then. I'm sure they're gonna have it purposely structured so like the suggested videos are like other streamers on YouTube yeah. to then tune into. Um, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I don't think it'll affect the Overwatch League itself too much. I think it's more of just like back-end money exchanges and and, yeah. and kind of that side of the business that's a little less sexy or, or you know, doesn't really matter as... I mean, it matters, I guess, but it not, doesn't matter as much as in ver- terms of like how is this going to affect the actual Overwatch League itself. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Overwatch League starts up in like two weeks. Mm. Two three weeks. All right. We're still bad. Yeah. Boston Bryson's still bad. I'm much surprised. There, our hashtag for Twitter has changed. It's uh, fuck. It's like it's changed to a hashtag that means makes more sense for how bad our team is. Mm-hmm. It's fuck. I forget what it is, but it's like a, it's like an a, a more has tones of like. You're the underdog, basically. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick so that I can say it out loud and have it make more sense. If I would go to Boston Uprising uh, Twitter, it will probably be one of their more recent tweets. Let's see what it says. I mean, Boston Up is still there because it's, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. But the – what was the other one? Do you remember? Mm-mm. They had two, Boston Up and they had another one. Uh... I forget. But uh, the new one is On The Rise, um, which sounds like yeah, we're coming up because we're yeah. fucking underdogs. Um, let me see if I can quickly find the old one. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to find it quickly. But there definitely was a second one as well. I think most teams have two. Um, yeah, I'm not going to look for that right now. But, yeah, I'm excited about that. It should be good. Are, are you planning on going to the first homestand? I know I won't be here because it's when I'll be in Texas, but... Well, when is it again? Uh, it'll be third week of April, so like the April 25th-ish area. And where are they again? In Boston? Yeah, no, there's a venue that's already picked, though, right? Uh, I forget where it is. Isn't it over... Isn't it near Foxborough? Uh... So there's two things going on. There's like an official watch party happening mm-hmm. at somewhere in Boston, mm-hmm. but that's not where the homestand is. The yeah. homestand, I believe, is clo- somewhere close to Foxborough. There's, like... Because well, they have not... to host all of the teams. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to remember, because, like, there's... 
there's the watch party, there's the homestand, and then I don't know if the place where, like, they would come to, like, practice, whatever, is also, um, is, like, a separate place as well. So I know that there is a place by Foxborough, but I can't remember if that's like, the homestand place or where they practice, or is it both? Citizens Bank Opera House? I don't know where the fuck that is. Uh, let's find out. Citizens Bank Opera House. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, this might be over by Suffolk, actually. Broadway shows, Boston Ballet. Because the inside of this looks familiar. This might be, I might actually know where this is. It might be, I mean, it's kind of, that's actually a dope venue. I wonder if that's where I saw Louis C.K.? It's, uh, I'm pretty sure I know where this is. That's the outside of it. Um, huh. So I think this is, if you are, if you're like walking to the commons mm -hmm. from North Station, if you pass, I'm trying to, like, I can see it in my brain because I just would be constantly in this area in college. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is right there. Well, government, it's, it should be pretty close to government center if it's what I'm thinking it is. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess we could just fucking Google Maps it. But, yeah, I've already started doing that. All right, you, you do that because this is a podcast and I feel like what we're talking about right now is not, yeah, Washington Street. I'm pretty sure it's, I know exactly where this is. So, yeah, downtown crossing. Okay, yeah. That's actually a pretty dope venue. That's mm -hmm. pretty fucking awesome. It's going to be gorgeous inside. It's going to look really cool. Uh, hopefully we can win some matches. <laughs> would be ideal. Yeah, it would be nice. Um, I haven't really been paying too much attention to, like, our off-season pickups or, or drops or whatever, or really any of the teams. So I'll have to familiarize myself with who's, who's what now and who's where. I still think we have some of our core. Like, I think Fusions is still on our team. I think, I think Blase is still on our team. I think so. Color Hex might still be. Yeah, there. I think we have most of our core still. There might be some people that have, like, <laughs> sub ins that have swapped around. Um, I, I don't think we were necessarily. Like, we weren't terrible last year. I just feel like we couldn't close matches. Like, we couldn't, like, fucking seal it. Like, I feel like we were decent, but just couldn't, like, just couldn't pull it out in the end. Um, who won last year? Philly? No, who won last year? I don't remember. Who won, like, at the very end? I'm pretty sure it was Shock. San Francisco? Okay. Yeah, I remember San Francisco Shock. Because it was London the first year. London the first year, um, yeah, I think, I think at the very end, San Francisco, San Francisco Shock, like, took it all. If, if the finals are in New York again this year, we should, we should probably go. We should probably check it out. Be a good time. All right, we should wrap things up. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Pass the Controller podcast. If you're a friend of the show, if you're a fan of the show, you want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share us on social media, tell a friend to listen, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leaving us a five-star review, if you want to leave some kind words, that's also fantastic. Uh, but that really helps us in growing the podcast and, and you know, helping our brand push it forward so we really appreciate that if you do have a few bucks kicking around and want to help support the show you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and becoming a patron or going to our shop at uh, threadless.com slash pass the controller and getting something from our shop 
if you need to know where to find all of our stuff, you can do that at passthecontroller.io. That's our website. It has links to everything, our articles, our reviews, you know, has links to all our social channels on social media stuff. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at passcontroller, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. As always, you can find me at Groom. You can find this guy at underscore mycopath. And thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast, episode 180. And like I said at the top of the show, if you're going to be at PAX East, we are going to be on two panels. We have a Pass the Controller panel on Thursday night, February 27th at 7.30 in the Arachnid Theater. And then I will be a guest on a Tetris panel on Sunday in the Albatross Theater at 2.30. Uh, the Sunday panel, the Tetris panel, will also be streamed if you can't make it on the official Twitch uh, PAX channel, so go to twitch.tv slash PAX. I'll be tweeting on all these links you know, the day of the show and all that to remind people to, to give you a place to hop in and go. But uh, yeah, thank you as always for listening to this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast, episode 180.